Welcome to the Beef Brunch Educational Series podcast, bringing you information on cattle production and management in Louisiana and surrounding states. Good day, everyone. Welcome to the uh, Beef Beef Brunch News Update for this week. I've got to tell you, you've kind of got the B team, or maybe uh, we may be down to the C team today. Dr. Edwards is unable to join us. Uh, We've got myself, Lee Falk, up in the northwest region, and Vince Destail there in the central and and southern regions. And so with that, I'm going to kick it off, and and Vince is going to fill us in on what's going on uh, south of Alexandria there. Thank you, Lee, and it's always a pleasure to be part of this program. Uh, yeah, weather weather has been pretty mild here and, and cool. We, you know, for Central Louisiana today, we were at uh, 43 degrees when sun broke this morning. So that's that's really cool for uh, mid-April. Uh, we're still struggling to get some summer forages going. Unfortunately, uh, there's still some cattle that are, that are thin in the countryside. Um, you know, producers are still a little reluctant to spend money on fertilizer. Because uh, it's so because it's so cool, um, there's some some hay uh, hay and forage uh, fields that are being uh, prepared and and prepped for for some hay production, uh, but we're just not getting a whole lot of growth out of it uh, right now because it's just it's been unseasonably cool for the last uh, several weeks here. And you know, we hit a spurt uh, a time in March that we were in the 80s consistently in the mid to upper 80s, uh, but when you get into that Easter time and we had that that frost. I think it was on March twentieth. Uh, heavy, pretty heavy freeze. We went up the twenties, the central part of the state, and it just slowed everything down. Um, so it, it's been a real struggle over the last four weeks uh, since that uh, freeze event uh, to get things going. And and people are a little apprehensive, like I said, to spend a little money on fertilizer. And fertilizers, you know, has come down, but it's not as as palatable as it needs to be. I guess you could say. Uh, and I know Lee's going to talk about markets, but uh, the market has been tremendous the last three to four weeks. Um, as we'll always mention, uh, those non-productive cows, it's it's time to go ahead and part with them at this point in time, because I can tell you, uh, when you you got cow cows dollaring out, uh, it's it's time to roll them. You got bulls bringing a dollar twenty, uh, that in good flesh. Uh, it's time to make some bull decisions if you have something that's subpar or not not making the grade as far as the breeding content or your herd. Uh, it's, it's time to make some changes because you can you can dollar twenty of those bulls and 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 pick up a uh, naturally the uh, breeding uh, sound bulls that are designed for, you know getting getting in these special sales and what have you um, you know the market is is definitely going up on those as well so it's it's all all relative in in a, so to speak but uh, make sure that production is in order cows are getting bred uh, a lot of cow working going on uh, spring calves are being worked and vaccinated. So uh, it's it's kind of rolling on, but it's uh, it's just unseasonably cool. And I talked to one of the local farmers this morning. It's got corn. Uh, and they said, man, this is Midwest weather right now. You know, 40s, 40s at night and uh, 70s in the day. And, and the corn's really liking it. But we also uh, we're in a subtropical part of the state where uh, rice and sugarcane are part of our crops and a big part of our cropping system. And Rice and sugarcane don't like this these 40 degree nights. Uh, like likewise for Bermuda and our Bahia fields and some of our native uh, grazing pastures. So um, it's just it's just time for it to get more more spring like and and like we we normally have in mid April uh, moving into May. So uh, hopefully that changes soon. And we've had ample rain. Uh, we had an inch and a half to two inches in areas 
uh, with Saturday morning's rain, and then the front came through Saturday evening, and the wind blew out of the north and kind of tidied things up, but it's, it's pretty wet. Uh, most of our cropping areas are wet, have keep, keeping people out of the fields. Likewise, in our pastures, and a uh, considerable amount of, of hay plantings uh, going to take place this year. I've had a number of calls on getting some ground ready and, and you know, soil fertility issues and putting lime out. And by golly, that lime has, has skyrocketed too. I'm, I'm, I'm told it's uh, applied 70 bucks a ton right now. So, uh, but I mean, if, if you're in the cow business and, and you can generate some money by uh, these, these better prices, uh, it might be time to go ahead and make that lime application. Uh, so, but that being said, we, we generally, uh, you know, the Southwest part of the state, I'll speak for, for those guys a little bit further south than where I'm sitting, but um, with one of those rain events we had last week, they got up to 12 inches of rain in, in some areas, which was really, really too much. I mean, it's anything over three or four inches uh, after being dry and you get a 12 inch rain event, uh, that, that's extremely too much. So um, hopefully we get into a better normal and more normal uh, weather pattern uh, moving moving forward here. So uh, uh, a couple of special sales and, and Leo talk about some of those as well, I'm sure. Uh, but we had two specials uh, in Opelousas on Saturday, at, well, Friday night in Kinder, and uh, in Opelousas, uh, those uh, pairs and, and cattle that are in production, uh, you know, brought some really good prices, um, extremely good prices, I guess you could say. Uh, regular run sales, uh, people are very happy with the, you know, calf prices. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that continues, uh, but we need to Keep it in check, I guess, because we, we don't want it to get too high. I mean, because the consumer consumer end of things is going to get out of whack pretty quick, you know, on those, those kind of prices. So um, hopefully we can we can continue and sustain the high prices with the high cost of inputs and uh, and move forward with uh, with a productive year. That's 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 all we can hope for. That's about all I have, Lee. Thank you, Vince. Appreciate your insight and what's going on down there. I'll kind of provide just a brief update as far as what's going on in northwest Louisiana and uh, northern Louisiana. And uh, also touch just a little bit on some market stuff. As Vince stated, these markets are fantastic, folks. If you hadn't been uh, pay, uh, paying attention and kind of noticing how things are going really good. Uh, up this way, plenty of moisture for sure. Uh, been getting regular rainfall, some storm system moves to move through. Parts of the area received some pretty doggone big hail uh, towards this past weekend, but uh, as far as I know, no major storm damage at least. Uh, just that time of the year up this way. Uh, <clears throat> temperatures, like Ben stated, have been kind of cooler. In fact, Ben's when I went outside early, early this morning, and cranked up my truck i had i threw some ice off the windshield uh some i wouldn't go as far as say that there was a frost because didn't see any on the grass but there was definitely some ice built up on on the windshield of my pickup there uh, uh ditto what vince was stating we desperately need some warm season grass to come on uh, you can go out and look in these pastures and you can see the bermuda grass and the bahia trying to make a go of it this cooler temperatures just holding holding his thumb on and uh I, I have incidental information but in the last two or three weeks I, I there has been more calls about cows being out than i have seen it seems like everybody's cows have been everybody's had cows out here yonder and about just uh 
uh, due to the lack of forage there and, you know, uh, grass being greener on the, on the outside of the fence, so to speak, and everything. Uh, but but it is greening up some, seeing some signs on some cool season forages, specifically on some cereal rye, and of course wheat's already starting to show some signs of heading out. You know, we know that that quality and, and quantity is going to be falling over the next few weeks and on into the next month or so, but ryegrass is still blowing and going really good. I continue, don't sound like a broken record here, but the clover up this way continues to be a poor performer, folks. Um, in in certain pockets of, of northern Louisiana, I've heard of some pretty decent clover, but by and large, it, it, clover has really disappointed us this uh, this springtime, I would say. Uh, hope, hope for a little bit better in the next couple of weeks there. Uh, some baleage is getting put up. Last week, we had a stretch of dry weather there for about six or seven days. And before that, we hadn't had a lot of rain, just as intermittent. And that has led, that led some folks to try to put some up and, uh, you know, kind of knock the rust off the equipment, so to speak, and whatnot. I talked to one fairly large producer that puts up a lot of bait, and he got a little bit put up last week. Uh, I think most everybody, though, was holding steady. Uh, until we get a little bit warmer temperatures, maybe for these pastures and hay fields to dry out just a touch before they get in there and really get to going baling. For sure, we're 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 quite a ways away from being able to dry bale any hay unless something changes next week or so. Uh, we get asked all the time about or how far behind are we? How far behind are we? I don't know if I can put a answer uh, put a exact figure on that, but. I can say conservatively, conservatively up this way, two to three weeks behind. Uh, you know, that's what I what I'm estimating right now. Um, some cattle being worked in these dry couple of days, but these pens are still such a mess in in most areas. You see most people holding off, uh, and that goes say with the spring calving season. Most everybody is drawn towards the conclusion. You guess there's some people that are still kind of finishing that out, but uh, overall getting towards the conclusion of that. Vince State, boy, this has been production and, and cow sale season, it seems like. Uh, had the beef master sale a few weeks ago and then jumped into the Herfords, which Vince, Vince was telling me he, he was at and saw them pretty good cattle and prices. And uh, then he Vince alluded to several special sales down there, uh, replacement cow sales in his corner of the world. Uh, Red River Livestock had one there in, in Cachata, um this past weekend. Sold, I think, around 1,000 head replacement cows of all types and kinds. And don't have a market report on that because I uh, hadn't seen one. But just from folks that I've talked to that have been what I've seen, met with pretty good demand, you know, and the good cattle, the good classes of cattle, they were high as a cat's back for sure. Uh, planter cattle may have suffered just a little bit, uh, or, or let me backtrack. The planter cattle didn't suffer. They just didn't blow the doors off like what, uh, what some people were kind of anticipating maybe. As far as upcoming events, we finished up our AI class there at the Hill Farm Research Station last week. Boy, we had a good group of people, a uh, good group of, uh, of producers that came in that were willing to learn and and that kept a positive attitude towards it, and they picked it up very quickly. 
And so I always enjoy those events, getting to visit with people from throughout the state, kind of learning some about their operations and what their, their needs are. And so kudos to you all that just finished up that class. If any of y'all watch us on here, uh, really good class and, and the outcome was very positive. As far as upcoming events in the Northwest region, we have a beef and forage field day. I know we've talked about it on past news updates. Uh, coming up on Thursday, April the 27th, so a week from this upcoming Thursday, and it's Thursday, April the 27th, there at the Hill Farm Research Station there in Homer. We've got several different topics we're going to talk about. Uh, going, we're going to be discussing clover limitations. Uh, Dr. Wink Allison is going to be talking about that. Dr. Buddy Pittman is going to be talking about uh, uh, some opportunities for native grasses. Dr. Ron Strahan will be giving a weed control update and talking about some different options there. We're going to be discussing some uh, some new antibiotic rules, which are coming, folks. These new antibiotic rules are coming pretty fast now. And some general herd health updates. Uh, also going to be looking at some uh, some drones for use for pasture weed control. Really looking forward to that demo. Uh, but I, I want to say, uh, best point for last, maybe, so if, if you will, uh, our, our keynote speaker is going to be Corbett Wall, DV Auctions, uh, puts out the daily feeder flash many of you may tune into. Uh, he's going to be with us giving a cattle market up, uh, up, cattle market update, kind of where we're at on, on market and where he sees us going. So really looking forward to having Corbett there at the research station in Homer on April the 27th. As far as markets go, I, I'm, I'm sorry I, I missed our last news update. We were busy with some field day prep work and I, time got away from me and I, I wasn't able to join you all. But uh, the time before last, you know, I, I told y'all I, I started taking some uh, averages on these market reports from the Louisiana uh, sale barns and auction markets and kind of trying to compile them into a statewide average on uh, on, on these feeder cattle prices, on these calf prices specifically. Uh, I, I added my disclaimer week uh, the news update before last, and I'm going to add it again. Folks, you got to realize uh, that, uh, that Louisiana does not have mandatory reporting on these prices. We don't have an official uh, standardized price reporting uh, mechanism in place. And so uh, all these figures, of course, that I've compiled these results from, are self-generated basically the livestock auctions generate them and put them out and don't have data on every sale barn i'm just going to tell you so i take what i can get and i, I try to uh, try to compile it in, in as, as good a form as as i can for you folks so we're looking at five to six hundred pound steers and this is for the period ending uh ending on saturday so this will be last week uh five six weight um, steers brought a range of a dollar forty-two per pound up to two dollars and eleven cents per pound. On the heifer side of things, five six weight heifers brought a dollar twenty-six to a dollar eighty-two uh, per pound. So we're, we're we're seeing some really good prices on these calves. Um, Dr. Edwards not able to be with us today, and so she did send me some market updates, and I'll try to try to breeze through it real quick for y'all from her side of things. Uh, slaughter volumes for this past week were 603,000 head. That's down 41,700 head from the previous week, decreased compared with the same week last year as well. Choice box beef closed the week at 297.91. Uh, 
That's increased $9.45 from the previous week uh, with a spread of $16.01. That's increased $4.09 compared to the previous week. Also $3.32 higher than the five-year average for the same week. As far as the National Weekly Direct Slaughter, uh, negotiated purchase reports on uh, confirmed 86,778 head. Texas Panhandle on Wednesday negotiated cash trade was moderate with good demand. For the week, live purchases traded $5 higher at 175. Pretty good money, folks, when we're talking about 175. In Kansas, for the week, live purchases traded mostly $5 higher at 175, with a few up to a, uh, 183. In the in Nebraska, weekly live purchases uh, traded seven to eight higher, uh, 182 to 184. A few uh, PMs trading up to 186, and dressed from 180 to 184. A few up to 185. Um, five to 600 pound steers, medium and large, from number ones and two, sold an average of 231. That's steady compared to the previous week. Seven to 800 pound feeder steers, uh, medium large ones and twos, sold an average of 188. It's about $4 higher than compared to the previous week. Uh, the lean coal cows, uh, thin condition, ended the week at 89 cents a pound. Boning utilities, moderate condition, ended at uh, 98 cents a pound. And breakers, the high condition end, uh, ended the week steady at a dollar a pound. Folks, the, the, these feeder, uh, these call cow prices, we just broke record. Vince, Vince stated it. I, I don't know what else to, that can be said, folks. If you're holding on to cows that shouldn't be in your herd, these unproductive members, these old cows that should have made a trip to town, folks, there's no reason to hold them. Uh, the, these prices are phenomenal, uh, especially if you can keep some heifers and uh, kind of bring in a new generation uh, you can use some of those coal cells to make up for uh, keeping some more additional heifers if you got good heifers to keep. And with that being said, that's all I have. Uh, maybe next time you'll have a have a better uh, crew to deliver this news update. Uh, Vince, you have anything else? No, Lee. I think I think you pretty well covered it all. And uh, again, we just want to remind everybody to take advantage of these. Uh, these high prices, you know, if you you got to make some make some amends at, at your lending institution, or uh, you need to uh, get that fertilizer bought up or prepaid, uh, it might be a good time to do it. A lot of these companies will offer some prepay options on uh, on buying your inputs uh, if it's a fertilizer or chemical prices that you're comfortable with and you have the money in hand. Uh, it might be a good time to use those options. And uh, fuel prices, uh, it seems like fuel prices to the consumer are somewhat on the rise, but on the Farm level, I mean, it's still palatable. I said it's it's in the three dollar range for farm fuel as far as red diesel, and uh, it's it's it might be time to buy up what you need for the year. If uh, we, as we get closer to hurricane season, you know what fuel prices typically do if we get a hurricane in the Gulf. So uh, might be might be advantageous to to buy up some fuel right now. Here's some good advice. Here's good advice. Well, with that being said, that's all we have for this week's news update. You you got something else in? No, sir. Okay. Well, y'all have a good uh good week and uh hope to see you soon at one of our events and and be careful. God bless.